Welcome to the Spiritual and Rich AF Podcast, where we talk about all things business, wealth, pleasure, and spirituality. I'm Denise Finieri, and as your life and business coach, I blend grounded business strategy with the highest level of mindset work, supported by the energetics that brings you into deeper alignment with your sacred work and allows you to live your dream life. Each week, I'll help you elevate the powerful message that wants to come through you and activate your aligned brand that is the deepest expression of your felt purpose. We will do this by opening up to the energy that allows you to create, receive, and have more visibility, wealth, and impact. It's a new paradigm, one where you are well paid for your gifts and fulfillment is your natural state. It's time to align and ascend in your life and business. By just listening to this podcast, the transmissions and transformations begin. You ready? Because you can be spiritual and rich AF. and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. As always, it is such a joy and a pleasure to be with you every week. Today, I wanted to talk about the scalability of your business and how to make sure that your business is set up with a solid foundation for you to scale. So I want to preface first with whether you have an online business or you have a brick and mortar, meaning you have a physical location, the way that I teach scalability actually applies to both. You can apply the philosophy that I have to your business, whether it's an online entity or a physical location, or you have both. I've actually had a bunch of different types of business manifestations inside my container, inside my mastermind. So my clients, for example, are yoga teachers and coaches, and many of them are solely online. I have a few who are solely in person, meaning they own a physical location. And then I've had a handful who do both, where they have a physical space like a yoga studio or a boutique wellness space, and they also see their clients online. And so the philosophy that I have developed around setting up your foundation for a six-figure business and then its scalability, it applies to all of them. So whether wherever you are in your business, whether it's online or you have a brick and mortar as what it's called, I want you to just consider that there is a way to apply this philosophy to what you're doing in your business. And I want to offer to everybody, you do want to think about scalability right now. It doesn't matter if you are brand new and you just found this podcast yesterday and you just finished your yoga teacher certification or you just wrapped up, you know, another coaching certification. And even if you've never had a client, you want to think about your business from the perspective of what you do today is going to impact your business tomorrow. I spoke a lot about this philosophy on last week's podcast, how the decisions you're making in your business should not be about the business you have today, but for the business you want. And so I want you to just consider, no matter where you are in your business, at some point, you are going to want to think about scaling, at least my clients do. So let's dive in to scalability. So The first thing I do when I meet with a client, if they haven't made 100K in their business yet or they're not fully booked with clients, one of the first things we usually take a look at is their offer. And I help my clients package up their modalities, so all the modalities they have in their toolbox and their expertise into a signature offer. And this applies even if you have a wellness studio or a yoga studio, you probably have some training or some mentorship program that is like your signature offer. It's the thing that you want to be known for. It's 
comprised of all the tools in your toolbox and the thing that you know that you're really good at, like your expertise. And then from there, the second thing that I would work with my clients on is really helping their business get more visible. You have to consider your audience growth. You have to consider getting your business in front of more people so you can get more clients, more students through the door. And then the last thing you have to add to your business and learn how to do is to sell those offers, is to sell people sell your clientele into the offers that your business has, whether it's a retreat model, whether it is yoga classes, or it's an online coaching program, your job is to learn how to sell it. And the way that I teach my clients to do that is to actually have sales conversations with their potential clients. So that's on a very basic level, what you're doing up until about 100K. And once you feel like you have a very good handle on the offer that you are selling, you know how to sell it, you know how to get it in front of the right people, you know how to get your business in front of the right people, and you have that like new client, new student coming through the door consistently, you can start to really consider scaling your business. And what that requires is it requires you kind of zooming out from your day-to-day, It's actually a mistake that I see a lot of newer entrepreneurs make is they're just so focused on the day-to-day, signing the next client, getting that one next post up on social media, and what do I have to do next? There's not a lot of intentional planning for where you want your business to be a year from now. And I get it. In the beginning, you're learning to do so many new things, like you're learning how to write copy and you're honing your voice in your message. You are making sure that you're, you know, delivering good quality work to your current clients who've already paid you. You're paying attention to how to navigate a sales conversation with somebody so they feel really safe and empowered to say yes. So I get it that that is probably why you are just thinking of things day to day, It's because there's a lot of new things that you're learning. There's a lot of skills that you're learning. But once you have a really good handle on that, the next place for you to start considering is where do you want your business to go once you have that foundation? And what I teach my clients inside of Embodied Alchemy is that in order to scale your business, you really have to identify your mission and your movement. I think that that is a really underrated piece of the scaling puzzle. And I want to talk about that because one of the mistakes that I see is people think that scaling is simply just getting more people through the door, getting more clients, getting more students through the door, having more people buy your program. And of course, that is one way to scale right, is to have more people coming through the door, you will make more money. However, however, I think that's a really short-sighted way to think about your business. I think that there's a far better way to think about your business for the long haul. There's a very big difference between a business owner, which is one of the first mindset shifts you have to make. When you go from just graduating from your certification to starting to teach yoga, or maybe you're having some beta clients move through like a six-week coaching program, you're still kind of in the student mindset, 
But if you want to do this full time, then the very first mindset shift you need to make is to start thinking of yourself as a business owner. And that is a huge, huge, huge mistake that I see time and time again in the yoga community, in the coaching community, is people not really seeing that they are a business owner. And I used to say this all the time to my yoga teachers that were hustling from like one studio to the next is that you can certainly do that and not consider yourself a business owner, but you're not an employee of that studio. I think it's really important for you to see that. Even if you wanted to be a career yoga teacher, like that was your full-time thing, but you didn't ever want to have like your own private clients, you're still an independent contractor in the yoga studios that you work in. Because the yoga studio doesn't pay you when you get sick, so you don't get paid time off. You don't get a pension. You don't get a 401k option. You don't get health insurance. You get nothing. And you get less than nothing because if the studio were to close down, you now have to go find another class somewhere else to teach. So you're not an employee of that space. You are what I consider is an independent contractor. And so the responsibility for your livelihood is on you. It's not on the studio. It's really on you. Even as somebody who's working in the studio, if you want your classes well attended, that is on you to deliver high quality yoga in that class. Now, if you want to have your own business where you see clients on the side, where you have like your one-on-one clients, maybe you teach on Zoom, you might have online yoga studio classes on Zoom. Maybe you're working with people for three months at a time and you are blending coaching and yoga and Reiki together. You are then a business owner. The moment that you are deciding that you want to work with people outside of someone else's business, you now have a business. And I see so many yoga teachers making the mistake of not seeing it that way, not really truly stepping into that business owner energy and therefore thinking like a business owner. And I talk about it on this podcast so much because it's so important for you to do that in order for you to set the foundation for a business that can scale, meaning it can help more people make more money in less time, you have to think about it as a business from the start. So the moment you decide that you wanna do this full-time and work with people on your own, you are a business owner. Now, that's kind of the first shift, but it is not the only shift. What happens when you go to scale is this. You're no longer simply a business owner. You really are the CEO of a company. And that's a very different energy yet again. It's a different mindset. And I'm far more interested in helping my clients not just be business owners where, you know, they're doing pretty well, but they have no idea how to take their business to the next level. I'm really not interested in leaving my clients hanging. I preach and I practice scalability for a business that has longevity, meaning 10 years from now, I have plans for my business that I already know what I want my business to look like in 10 years. I know what what I want it to look like in five, and I help my clients do the same. We aren't just simply trying to make it month to month anymore, guys. 
It's not going to do. If you want to do this full time and for the long haul, you really need to start shifting from business owner mindset into CEO leadership. And that's what I want to really dive into next. In order to scale your business, the first mindset shift that you want to make is into leadership and energy to really start seeing yourself as a leader in your industry. And how I help my clients do that is I help them identify what their mission and their movement is. So if you think about your industry, there's probably a part of your industry that you are deeply passionate about. It's like the part of the industry that you just care so much about and you know so much about. It's often like your area of expertise and it's the area that you feel like you can have the greatest impact. And that is the area that you could confidently start stepping into leadership in. Now, I wanna give a caveat You don't have to be 100% confident. This is something that you work on over time. But if you had to really right now think about what part of your industry do you feel so passionate about? Do you feel like you're an expert in or it's like the area that you can leave the most lasting impact? That's probably your mission. And then therefore, where you could step up as a leader of a movement. So let me give you a grounded example. As a yoga teacher and a coach, I could have literally stepped into leadership in so many different areas. I have so many tools in my toolbox and there's lots of different groups of people that I care very deeply about. And I have plans for some of those things later on as my business grows, but the place that evolved for me as one of the most important places for me to emerge as a leader in was really empowering yoga teachers. In the beginning, I helped them very much with their craft and I still do that. I do mentor yoga teachers with their craft at the 200 and 300 hour level. But what emerged from doing that work and running multiple mentorships is so many of them had no idea how to start a business and be a career yoga teacher. And I don't mean just a yoga teacher influencer because I think that's a very different thing than being a yoga business owner. And many of them had coaching certifications under their belt, Reiki under their belt, studying Ayurveda, doing yoga therapy programs. We're talking thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars being spent on learning more and yet not recouping a return on those investments simply because they didn't know how to structure a business. They didn't know how to sell. That is one of the main things that you need to learn in order to be a business owner. In order to make money in your business, you have to know how to sell. And that was a huge gap that I saw time and time and time again in the coaching and the yoga industry is you might be the best coach. You might be the best yoga teacher. You might have so many trainings underneath your belt, but if you don't know how to sell, you're not going to get people through the door. So when I think about myself stepping into leadership, that is is basically the stake in the ground for me. This is what I care so deeply about is teaching heart-centered people how to start and scale their businesses through marketing, selling, and money management. Those three areas are so important if you want to have a business that's not just here today, but is here for years to come. 
And I cannot tell you how many people, how many of my clients have been in business for years, for years, seven years, eight years, nine years, 10 years, and their profitability is far below where they should be for the level of education, for the amount of time that they've been in business. Their businesses should be so much more profitable than what they are. And the reason that they're not, right, the reason you're not making as much money as you want is either because you haven't learned how to sell or you were taught how to sell from a perspective that just simply doesn't work for somebody in the yoga or coaching industry, right? So it's one of those two things. Either you don't have the skill because you just simply weren't taught how to do it and you haven't had mentorship in that way, or you were given some like bro marketing 15-step sales script that feels really freaking icky to be repeating, right? Or you were taught some sales process where you have to go out and like cold DM people and it just doesn't feel good to you. And so when I think about my impact that I want to have on this industry, it's teaching heart-centered entrepreneurs sell ethically. And not only sell one-on-one ethically, but learning how to sell to the masses. Because I my main goal is to empower my clients to become leaders in their industry, in their marketplace, emerging as a leader of a company and of a movement. I wanted to give you that as just one example of how you could make a stand for something in your industry. And it doesn't mean you have to decide right now, but if you want to scale your business, it's going to be through leadership. If you think about people who are having a massive impact on the world, people that are having a massive impact, it's always a person that has a very clear group of people that they care deeply about and and they are well known for helping that group of people with something pretty specific. I want to give you another example. I had Lara Hyman on the podcast about, I don't know, six months ago. And she's a very well-known yoga teacher. And the reason why she has such a successful, profitable, and sustainable business is because she has decided that her stance is in sustainable yoga. She was a physical therapist by trade. It was something she went to school for. She understands the human body at like a completely another level. (laughs) And she just felt really passionate that if you're going to teach yoga, you really do need to understand the human body and its mechanics so that you can help your clients and your students practice yoga in a safe and sustainable way for years to come. That is her stance. If you think about yoga, there's tons of places that she could have made a stand for. I know a teacher in Canada who I love, who was my philosophy teacher. Her name is Holly Yog. She, her whole stance is you have to know the philosophy, study the sutras, study the Bhagavad Gita. And that is her area of expertise. And that is where she makes a stand. When I think about the coaching industry, for example, there are people who emerge as leaders of money mindset or leaders in relationship and marriage coaching. So in a sense, it's not just about the niche that you're choosing. It's also the skill, like the area of expertise that you have within that niche that will allow you to emerge as a leader. 
And it should be something you care very deeply about, something you know a lot about. And when you think about yourself being a leader of a movement, imagining like hundreds of thousands of people coming to you because you've emerged as like the one to go to when you, when they want to do this work, like you are the only person that they think of, you become synonymous with that work. In a sense, that's what I think about when I think about leadership is helping my clients scale their businesses through leadership. Because in order to scale your business and to keep your business sustainable, you are going to have to have more and more people know your name. You have to increase your visibility. And this is like, this works at the level of the yoga teacher, the level of the coach. And it also works for the person who owns a brick and mortar. Even if you own a physical location, your studio in the beginning, you might just be like, I'll take all the people. (laughs) But in order to scale your business, you want to emerge as the place to go to for your people, that there's a very specific reason why they're going to choose your business over somebody else's business. I wanted to break down basically the, one of the first steps of scalability is really stepping into leadership energy. So in the beginning of your business, this looks like you just stepping into the business owner mindset where you are the leader of your business. You are it, you are the visionary, you're the employee, right? You're the manager, you're wearing all of those hats. And so you are essentially the leader of yourself and of your business. But as you go to scale, it's taking on that leadership role of a company where you're going to be helping so many more people and your business is going to grow, right? Like you're going to have a company. So not only will the amount of people you impact in terms of clients and your students, but so will the people that you bring on into your business to work with you as employees. So that is the first step of scalability is really beginning to think about how the business you have today is setting up the foundation for where you want your business to go when you go to scale and to start seeing yourself that way. You don't have to wait until you have hundreds of followers, hundreds of thousands of followers, and you've made more than six figures in your business. You can start thinking of yourself as a leader today. I think it's a really important thing to start stepping into is what is the lasting impact that you want to have on the world? What is this group of people and work that you just care so deeply about? It's your mission. And start seeing yourself as a leader of that movement today. All right, my friends, I will see you all next week. Much love to you all. And that's it for today's episode. If you love the show, would love for you to take a minute and leave a rating and a review. If you desire to elevate the coaching or yoga industry, ultimately impacting more people, we need more soul-led entrepreneurs listening to this message so they know they can create a purposeful and profitable business. If you're ready to join me, it's time for you to schedule a call to learn more about how we can create some magic in my one-to-one coaching container or my mastermind. Go to denisefaneri.com to learn more. The link is in the show notes. And hey, let's hang out on IG. I'm at Denise Faneri. I'll see you there.